Warning, if you are faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. Nick, you look ridiculous in that hat. Um, have you looked in the mirror there, Frosty the Snowman? <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday! I look amazing in dude, this hat. I look, dude, I look dope. In dope? This, yeah, in dope. 1990, you maybe looked dope. You look like a dope that's for when sure. I, that's when I was shining, baby. 1990, what are you talking about? <laughs> Anyways, this is the Nick Fertici Show with Veronica, a.k.a. Valerie Brill. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to the Nick Fertucci Show with Nick Fertucci and Veronica Brill. Veronica, you've been driving me absolutely freaking nuts. Uh, we have a million things to talk about. Uh, your hat still looks stupid, but we have you a million. I know, but we have a million <laughs> things to talk about. So I'm gonna just volley it on over to you, and uh, let's just get it. Let's get it going. This let's is an try exciting to get this week. In. This is an exciting yeah. week for me because I am a true poker fan. Okay, I'm not just a bad poker player, and you're a bad one too, low V-pip over there. Uh But I'm a true poker fan, and this week is high stakes week on Hustler Casino Live. It is. This is the bread and butter of what poker wants. Well, this week, we're halfway into it. The action is sick. We got some sick games coming, as you know. And, uh, you know, they've heard me say this a million times on the show, whether I'm commentating five days a week, 5 p.m. Pacific, we bring you the most action and we're doing that this week and it's even better. Okay. So while we're here, because I know that they don't want us to give them, they as in the viewers, Mm -hmm. do not want us to give them a floofy show. Yeah. I want to get to the bottom of this because I'm here, I'm your co-host, so I feel like I deserve to know along with everyone else. So I noticed, just a, just an observation, mm-hmm. that Live at the Bike has a Phil Hellmuth week. And then shortly after, Hustler Casino, Hustler Casino Live, yeah, decided to announce a high stakes week. Boom! In your face! Yeah. Was that on purpose? You're fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. What do you want, a political answer? Well, you know, we were going to do this anyways, and we figured, and no, yeah, yeah, your you mother's You want to stick it to them. Up yours, live of the bike. No, I say, it's no. not up I, any, I'm no, kidding. no, not up anyone's ass. You know, matter of fact, I, I actually had a, a decent conversation on uh, Twitter with uh, Wayne. Houston Curtis. No, I oh, haven't talked Houston. to Wayne. Oh, what's yeah. up, Houston? Yeah, and so we're good. We're amicable, so not up anyone's ass, but... To answer your question, because you you asked a straight question, yes, that's why. Well, in in um, the competitive juices started flowing, and how how it really happened is this. And let me preface this: Phil Helmuth, I consider not a good friend, but I consider a friend. I like him, good guy. I don't care what anyone thinks of him. Poker is etiquette. I don't care. Met him off stream a bunch of times. I consider him a good guy. I would he's, agree. I've yeah. interviewed him many times. He's, he's always a been nice kind to me. Person, yeah. okay, nicer than a lot of these other people that are out there uh, in the poker community that I could tell you personally, good dude. Okay, with that said, he's been pretty close with Ryan, closer than me, and he put up this uh, put up this survey on Twitter. Should I go here or should I go there? And 
it, total rigged. So it was, should I go to Live at the Bike or, or Hustler? Hustler? And it was totally rigged and it went Live at the Bike. I can tell you exactly uh, without giving details. There was a business reason Phil went there. I'm not going to say what it is. How I know that is because when Phil decided to do that, knowing all the stuff we have going and the relationship and different things, and he's a he's a free spirit. He's his own business. He's made amazing business out of the out of poker. He can do whatever the hell he wants, like anybody else can. But I just will be honest with you. When when I heard that happen, knowing all the stuff Ryan's put into it and all the shit with him and Ryan and stuff, I text him and I said. And I don't want to, I could look at my phone if I want to be exact, but it was something to do with shit. Uh, some, I, I can't remember what I put, but dick move something. To Phil? You text yeah. Phil saying dick move? No, it might not have been that or bat. I, you want me to look? Yeah. Okay. We want to know. It wasn't dick. Hold on. I'll just say what it was. And, and Phil, we talked, but hold on. Phil doesn't even follow me on Twitter and you have his number, why of would course, he? while you run. Why would he? What do you mean? Why would he? <laughs> Hold on. What do you mean, why would he? Uh, oh, I put, what a joke, bro. Wow. Yeah. And, and wait, you text said, that to him when? Right when he announced that he was doing that yes. week? Yes, hold on. And he put... The drama continues. And so are the days of our lives. Yeah, he said, I'll call... Uh, no, so hold on. He said something like... You mad at me? Question mark. I'll call you after I shower. <laughs> and so he called me. And long did you ask him if he was nude when he called? <laughs> of course I did. You know me. Of course I couldn't resist. Even yeah, that's just the way I am. So um, he sent me some selfies. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we talked, and I'm going to leave it at this because this is personal business. He believes there's something there in a bigger picture for something, blah, 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 whatever. And he explained it to me. I got it, whatever. But when we hung up the, up the phone, and that's enough on that. When, when I hung up the phone, though, I sat there for a second and I thought, okay, I've been in business 90 billion years. My competitive juices are flowing. What's my next move here? So I called up a contact at the World Poker Tour, which we have a relationship with now. With well, their, they spo- their sponsors. Their sponsors, yeah. And and part of their sponsorship is uh, building big games a few times a year, bringing their ambassadors. So I made a call and I said... Having ladies games. All that shit. And I made a call and I said, need a favor. This week is really important to me. We need to blow it up. And his exact words, I'm not going to say who it was, says, I fucking love it. So tell me, I'm curious, uh-huh. because a lot of businesses would say, okay, they're going to have this big week, we're going to have a chill week, and then we're going to have a big week after them so we don't compete. Why did you go into like blinders on and like, no, I need to have a big week too? Why is that? What's, in, what's inside of you saying that? It's more fun. It's more fun. It's more competitive. Just sounds like the way to go. Like, just want to go right into the eye of the storm. Like, let's go, you know, like I'd be a puss move to go the next week. So let's do it now. Do you ever put pressure on the players to come to Hustler? Not that type of pressure. And a lot of people will tell you there's pressure and there's things. And sure, there's conversations and stuff. I'm telling you right now, like we talked about in the interview, uh, maybe it was with Ronnie. uh, These players, the reason why we have these characters and the players, because they want to play at our stream. Yeah. They do. The production level, uh, the way they're treated, they can depend on the lineups. Ryan is one of the best lineup creators out there, and you can depend on his lineup. And that's a big thing. You know, if you tell a player, 
hey, here's your lineup and they show up and maybe one time it's different. Okay. But every time if the key players that they're showing up for aren't there or there's the game short, which is probably maybe possibly happening at the other place. I don't know. And so these players want to play there. We've built this base organically. No one's ever. We've never paid anyone to play on our show. We've never uh, forced or made any demands. We've just simply went to them and said, look, you want us to be loyal to you, be loyal to us. And we still have players that go play at the other place. Andy plays over there. Garrett plays over there. Some of the other people do. They are free agents. This is their business. We do not stop them from playing with us. And um, we just would never do that. And who would want to be in a relationship like that anyways? They wouldn't. I know we wouldn't. So we, I believe, have had the edge so far, and it's that way. And hey, nothing lasts forever. If it changes, it changes. But for right now, that's it. And we got on our horse, and we put together uh, some really, really big names. We got Keating. We got uh, Mickey coming back. We got JRB. Uh, we, the list goes on and on. Uh, uh, Eric Peterson, uh, which I think he might be bouncing over there, too, now that he's in town. But we got him. And so... <clears throat> um, our whole week is going to be either 100, 200, which always is 124, or it's going to be 248. And Monday through Friday will be that week. We're going with it. We're going to have a great time doing it. And you know what? God bless everyone else, too. If they have a good week, too, there's room for everyone. But competitive uh, juices flowing, and we built a nice week. I want to say, like, I, and, and I'm joking around and trying to cause drama, but I want to say that, like, Live of the Bike paved the way for the rest of us to be here for hustler for poker go they were the first so like we need to totally i want i like giving them credit where credit is due i'm still a fan of that show i don't want to say i don't want like i'm i'm mostly joking when i'm trying to yeah when i'm well, trying you, to yeah get you're trying to you're trying to pot stir but listen valerie let's get something clear <laughs> let's get something this really is, clear you know what he thinks it's so funny and this is gonna be now the next like 10 years of my life yeah you will forever be valerie it, you know by the in a year from now in this show you will know when we're on Veronica. NBC. Yeah, you know, we're going to get, we'll be syndicated. Valerie Brill. Yeah, I'm with Valerie Brill. But here's the thing, and this, this is, I want you to hear this. I've said this before. I don't have a beef with Poker Go. I don't have a beef with the Lodge. I think they're amazing. I know they're going to be doing bigger and better things. I wish them the best of luck. Their players come and play on our show. Our players should go play there too. Um, where's room for it? The only reason there's a thing is because there's a couple guys over there that just didn't want to accept the competition and did some stupid shit, and they keep saying and doing it. And that was part of my conversation with Curtis and and, 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 and uh, Curtis Houston is whether he means it or not, I don't know, but he's been very receptive. And anytime there's been some bullshit, which there has been even recently with some things that are said, and I'm not going to go there because then I would expose somebody. But some things that were said to a certain player, again, along the line of such nonsense, and I reached out to him again, and whether he's doing this or not, I don't know, he said, hey, look, I'm going to back up my team, and I'm not going to, like, I'm not on your side, but if that's happening, I'm going to put a stop to it. And I said, hey, dude, if that ever happens on our side, you let me know. And I will take care of it. Meaning talking, making up shit for players not to want to play on the other stream. Making up things that are untrue about our stream so somebody won't come and play there. And that is something we've never done ever. And I told him if that, you'll never hear that, but if that ever happens by anyone on my staff or myself, you come to me and I'll take care of it because 
that's not competitive in business. That's some horseshit because I've even said, I have some signed affidavits and some things about things they've said and done. And if they were to continue it, I was going to fire it over there and lob a couple missiles over because they just didn't want to accept that we were kicking some fucking ass. So, so my point is, just to finish it and then I'm done, is my point is, is I got no beef with them. If, they, if that would stop, hey man, there's room for us. Whatever, go put your games together, play in the dark, do whatever you want to do. I wish you best of luck. <laughs> But just but just stay in your lane and leave everyone else alone. <laughs> yeah, I got that shot in. Fine. <laughs> I mean, whatever. You decide where you want to play today. Go play. I'm laughing because... Go ahead. Get one of those hats with a light. <laughs> and play. The Miners League. Whatever, <laughs> yeah. Like if you want to play minor poker look, and you want to... Look, whatever. I did Like, the, I'm cool with it. I, I'm laughing because I did the grand opening. I was hosting the grand opening. Yeah. I also did commentary with Christian Soto. Shout out to Christian Soto. That was like yeah, the best commentary I've the ever best. done. Uh, he, uh, and it was so dark that they, uh, they never put the video on YouTube. Like they removed the video and they were, I think they might be embarrassed about it because it was like a, a bad grand opening, but you know, they tried to change it up and change the set. But uh, I think yeah. that's funny. So I'm just curious. You don't have to tell me who said it or, or. Yeah. but I want, I'm curious to know what they said about Hustler or what they. Well, the only reason I might not air that out is because then once you air something out, people go with it. And I think it's a shitty line to take. Um, let's just put it this way. I would rather tell, I, well, I'm not, the only person I want to protect is who they said it to, because that's the person I won't roll over on. But I'll just tell you right now, it's JJ and Wayne. And those two just have never been able to accept Ryan's parting and Ryan's success. And because of that, and because I used to play on the show, they say a lot of things to players to try to poison them like that they should be careful over here because of this. They should be careful because of that. And they try to talk about integrity things. We'll just leave it at that. And I think that's a shitty, uh, a shitty play. What you should do is you should build your games. You should build your lineups. You should work on your own production and just go, just go. There's enough. There's look, that's what I say. Like, I hope the lodge, like I hear that they're building a new room. I hear that they might be putting more go. Let's do it, do it. And then if I'm ever out there and they'll welcome me in, I'll come play. Doug Polk, if he, I think he might be coming at some point, come play. Let's, you're welcome. Like, come on down, man. Like, let's do it. We're in the poker community. So this isn't a competitive thing like, oh, we want our competition. No, this is a personal thing. Like, how about you stop and you don't worry about us and we won't worry about you and we'll keep doing our thing that we're confident in and we'll leave it at that. That's all we care about is just let's go. Let's play some poker. I'm, uh, I, I really am happy with the amount of drama that just came out of you right now. I feel like this yeah, is a, that was a, honest. That was a good amount. That well, it, I was but more you could than tell I that thought was you would legit. Give me. That was you good. put a little McAllen in me, a little single malt. I'll tell you anything. Uh, for the viewers at home, uh, Nick and I were waiting for production. <clears throat> production. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so we poured ourselves a, a wee bit of a drink. That's right. A and little so, bit. So if you want to know, now's the time. Okay. <laughs> Well, so like Wayne's always been good to me, so I don't wanna say anything, Wayne. And I and I honestly, I genuinely think Wayne has done what he can within his power to try to make it better. I haven't heard him talk shit about anyone, although like everyone is capable of talking shit. I'm I don't I'm not saying you're telling me a lie or anything, mm -hmm. but I just haven't heard him do that and I know that uh, he's tried his best. Probably. What would be the benefit of him, to, anyone, to say it to you? Because you don't go play, and they're not trying to keep you from right, playing at right. our place, right? I mean, there's so nothing, that makes sense. Yeah, 
Uh, there's no no reason to, yeah for me because I'm just kind of a nobody. I'm just uh, the, the yeah. Blonde well, I was who thinking that, but game. I said it in a nicer way. Right. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate you being nice to me over there. So I take it off, you put it on. I We're mean, ying. I, I'm your ying to your yang. I'm a contrarian. I like you it. You know, I like it. But no, I I think I think Wayne struggles with the same thing that Ryan struggled with, but Ryan Ryan took action. Ryan decided to do something with it and Ryan the the burning in Ryan's belly was too strong and he needed to get out of there and he needed to start hustler. Whatever Wayne is going through, I think like I said, he's sharing the frustrations that Ryan had, but he's taking on a different approach. Well, I'm going to leave I'm gonna I think leave he it believes at, in the brand. Uh, it's cool. And I'm going to leave it at that cuz I really don't want to say anything about him cuz I, I I actually like ultimately have always liked him. So I'm not even, I don't even and honestly like no matter how much truth you got out of me, I don't really don't want to talk about him that much longer cuz like there's like so irrelevant to me but in that way but shots I will, fired but I will no but I'm just saying like I really don't care if I don't ever hear any of that stuff then I would never think about it again um, yeah I would just say but the truth is struggle with it smuggle with it Ryan was the secret sauce he still is that's the way Ryan. it is are we gonna have Ryan on this show yeah yeah of course we'll have him on we get a booster chair Get him right on there. <laughs> For sure. Why? What's my... Ryan, oh, oh. Ryan's so funny because last time I did commentary, I thought Ryan fucking hated me. And like, of course, I no one liked my commentary, which is That's fine. not true. That's that, not true. A lot of people liked it. You just took a lot of heat and that does happen. It doesn't mean nobody that's liked fine. it. I, I, like, I've, I've been around that bush. Like, I, it's fine. It doesn't bother me. But Ryan, I th- honestly thought Ryan didn't like me because you know Ryan's very pinpoint focused when he's working. Yeah. And then I saw him at the series and he came up to me. He's like, hey, Veronica. I'm like, oh, hey, Ryan. He's like, how are you? And he like kind of stood behind me for a bit and talked to me. I'm like, oh, he doesn't hate me. I legitimately oh, thought no. he hated my guts. No, no, of course not. <laughs> it's just that, like you said, you know, when production is happening and the show's going, everyone's all business. Yeah, yeah. We're all business. And uh, there it is, The Hustler with The Hustler Casino Live. By the way, if you do like this show, or even if you hate this show, but you still want to watch it, uh, definitely hit the like button and subscribe and share. That will help. That does help us a lot. So Yeah, if you that'll doing help that, if you don't like us, if you subscribe. It'll yeah. really help you. It'll help you help us help you. It's right. true. Yeah. And then you'll but never don't see it. overthink how. Just trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, you're overthinking. Yeah, it, you overthink are. it. Okay. Uh, so speaking of our show, yeah, uh, off to a really good start. A lot of good comments. I'm very surprised. I really thought they were going to tear into us, but somehow they mostly like us. And you even deleted some of the bad comments. And I'm like, about just, you, about me. Yeah, just keep them. I, will. I think it's entertaining. There was only two. I want to. I want to talk about the bad comments. I think they're funny. I'll leave them. You up. know, like the celebrities on Jimmy Kimmel who they like read bad tweets. Sure. At them, uh, like directed at them. I think we should do that. We I, do I a, only did that because I just thought it was mean, and I like you. Tell even me though what I they said. You, they said that you were unbearable to listen to and cringy. I mean, it's all true. And you probably hard to look di- at. Do you disagree? No, I agree with all of it. That's yeah. why I deleted it because I felt bad. No, but, don't feel bad. Okay. Well, I mean, I I've come this far. I mean, it, it's have, not going to no. be without no, I don't criticism. Think any, I don't think any of that. But uh, from now on, I'll leave them. I, I don't care. doesn't matter. Leave them because I want to take screenshots right, and I want to talk I'll about them. Leave them. And then I asked you to send me a screenshot of a comment. I you did. You sent me a comment about you. No, it wasn't. Was it? No. What was it about? I don't know. I just said this was an interesting one that just came in. It might have been about me. I don't even remember what it was. I'm drunk. You're not drunk. No, you I'm barely not. had a drink. I'm not. I'm joking. I've always assumed Nick along with Mayhem, Iron, and the oh. rest of the uh guys. Palmdale guys. Oh, it was it was a Republican comment. No one Yeah, cares who about cares that. about that? Yeah. You, Why are you sending me this crap? 
I don't know. I said there's a new one that just came in, and then I sent it to you. That was it. It's not very deep. Snapshot your own shit. So, speaking of drama, do you mm-hmm. have any drama with any poker players? Me? Yeah, because I no? seem to remember that there was maybe some drama between you and Berkey back in the day. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Uh, like five or six years ago or four something. Yeah. Yeah. There was, so there was what happened? <laughs> you like to surprise we me. We want to know. You like I, to surprise me with this shit. I know the people watching right now. Sure. And me. It's so boring, but I'll, I'll tell you. No, I'll tell you. Well, first of all, let me say this. Looking back now in the rear view, if I have to put a percentage on it, I would say I'm 85% in the wrong on that one. Wow. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? Very weird. Never I wrong. didn't know I didn't know you knew math, so it's pretty cool that you I said don't. 85%. I took a shot with the 85%. That's a lot, right? Out of 100? Yeah, it's yeah. a good amount. So, yeah, it was pretty Look, this was a nothing burger, and here's what it basically was. I was playing over at the bike for many many moons. I was over there. I was a regular. Uh, I was total wrecking it up. I played once a week, just firing. And But nobody likes to be called out or embarrassed. And I didn't even know that's what happened at the time. I wasn't even really conscious of it. I played in the million-dollar game where you have to have like 100000 each on the table or something like that to, mm-hmm. to play. And, uh, you know, I know Berkey's out of his... Back even then, he was more out of his mind, like with his ranges and how he played. And <clears throat> I woke up. I don't remember how the hand went down. All I could tell you is I woke up with aces. And on the river with the way the board was, he shoved for like 40, 60, 80K. And I folded. And I took a ration of shit. But here's where it went south with him and I. And it, and honestly, if it happened today, I wouldn't even care. And, that's, and I mean that. That's the absolute truth. But what happened was... And I think on his part, he should have been a little smarter about it. Because if you do have somebody that doesn't understand the game, like I feel at the time, I was way different player. And call me the fish. Um, you, you probably don't want to tap on the glass and expose it, which he did. So he made a great play or whatever. He was very proud of it. and Wait, he, did he bluff you? Yeah, he bluffed me. You folded aces? I folded the best hand. and But then he went and he made like 10 different videos. He went on this podcast and said some things that were just like, they weren't derogatory. They were true, but they were just like, ah, oh, he plays face up so easy. You know, he just doesn't this. It was oh, so he's easy. just turning the knife. He's just, you know, but I think it was more to promote like his training thing and to show yeah. why to do this, why to do that. I don't even think his intention was that. And I didn't like it. And I went on there and said, hey, dick move, like whatever, like whatever. And then he said something back to me. I said something back and we started this thing. And then you, everyone in the, you know, the internet world went crazy and oh, Berkey, Vertucci, whatever. But in honestly, he handled it way more class than I did. He didn't really take the bait too much. I don't think he really gave two shits and didn't really buy into it. He answered me, but you know, he's very, he's a wordsmith. So he does it in a way Word where it's- salad smith. Yeah, he's just like, it was like, and I'm like, I don't know what that is, but fuck you, you know, because that's all I got. And so it just, he he handled it better. I was wrong. I was more defensive on on the subject. And I think at some point, He's, I, I think I reached out to him and say, hey, dude, sorry, or whatever, you know, my, or whatever. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. And like, we're not buddies at all, but we're not bad. And that was on me. I think Berkey, so I really like Berkey. I've yeah, been friends with him for a long time. Him. Was he was me. one of the first people I called when I was really upset over the Mike Postle stuff when I first tweeted about yeah. it. But Berkey, I think, is a person who's like optimizing almost every situation that he can. You know, every, yeah. every minute he leveraged is calculated. that hand. Right. And so time. it was like, 
in my mind, if I'm if I just hearing what you've told me, yeah. the way I would process it is Berkey as a businessman owning Solve for Why, trying to leverage this situation, which makes him look good in the eyes of the viewers. Totally. He's going to leverage that. He leveraged it. Maximize that. Yeah. Whereas like someone who's in a spot like Garrett, Garrett yeah. is his own brand and Garrett doesn't make videos about himself. Garrett will just leave that hand alone. That's exactly what happened. And guess what? What he said was true. Right. And it, at the time, I just didn't want to hear that and maybe didn't totally know if I believed it myself then. But looking back on it now, like if he did that right now, I wouldn't care. Yeah. I really wouldn't care. If we got in a hand and he outplayed me in the hand, which he did in that hand, and and he did the same thing, I'd just be like, I mean, like I understand the poker community better now. I understand why he's leveraged it. Um, I'm more confident in who I am and how I play. The results show it. I really wouldn't care. Then it was a defensive posture and he wasn't wrong. I mean, it says a lot about <clears throat> you to to have grown through that situation and like reflect back now and not be stubborn about it and be like, I still yeah, fuck no. that guy still. No, you no, know, no. the fact that you're like, he was right. Yeah. Um, and I think the poker community is full of like a lot of bright people who overanalyze many situations. And there's a lot of forgiveness for people if they if they have a good perspective as to where mm -hmm. they were in a hand. Yeah, if he was playing with me on a regular basis there, I believe hopefully he'd be smart enough in a situation like that not to do it because he would want me to continue to make bad folds, bad plays, and not you know, tap the glass, right? But he wasn't really in that environment and he leveraged it and he used it for his training. And, you know, again, to be redundant, he wasn't wrong. He was right about me playing the hand face up. He, he played it perfectly and that's what it was. Yeah, I like poker beefs. No, I know you do. Uh, you shocked me with that question. You caught me off guard with it, but um, but that's the truth. It's fine. I feel like I give Nick jobs. Nick and I talk about stuff before the show, <laughs> and we talk about what we're going to lead into. And you know what? He doesn't fucking listen because you were supposed to lead into something else. But you know what? I'll just run the show. That's okay. What, I'll do. what was I supposed Nick, to lead into? You were supposed to lead into my drama. Well. I wasn't supposed to lead into it. I was yeah, supposed to. That's, I that's was supposed to mention flow. it at some point, but we've talked about we've talked about ten different things. So I let me, love the drama. Let me. I know you do. Okay, you want drama? I just recently heard from you that you had a pretty big beef with Vanessa Cade. Yeah. I don't follow that shit. So yeah, tell me about it. I mean, it. I'm blocked. You're Shout blocked. Okay. So you're. I can't really lead you other than that because I really don't know anything about it. Besides, you said. You had a beef with her and that she's a psycho bitch. Oh my God. I didn't say that. Shut up. Don't oh. say that live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I forget exactly how you put it, but go on. What's the beef? <laughs> no, I mean like, you know, Vanessa Cade was a GG poker ambassador. No. And I've always had a good standing relationship with GG poker. I've done content for GG poker. They have always treated me great. They have always, uh, I did an interview with Dan Bilzerian. I went to Dan Bilzerian's house. I did content for their Polish, uh, Polish uh, GG poker. They have Polish GG yeah, poker? Yeah, yeah, they have a Does big- both sides just lose? <laughs> yeah. How does that work? Everybody loses in the hand <laughs> except for the casino, happy. except for the Russian dealer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The only one that wins is the Russian dealer. <laughs> 
Wow, that's pretty you good. Lose. You lose. Scoop butt. You lose. Communist Russia number one. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. That's pretty funny. Uh, For most people don't even know that Russia invades Poland and that um, I mean, we protect like, them. No, if you don't know so that, like, then. I know it, but, you know, I'm I'm glad that, that you made it through at least the 12th grade. I'm very K proud through of 12. you. K yeah. through 12. Bro. You number one big shoot. I number one. Very proud of you. You make, you bring joy to family. I number one big smart guy. Go. So yeah, what's so, your beef? So, I really don't even know what it is. We never talked I, you about know, it's, it. It's kind of weird to me because I don't really know. She kind of went off on me. Uh, she started, and and like I said, I, I'm a woman dealing with GG Poker. They've been good to me. And I'm not, I don't fucking work for GG Poker right now. Mm-hmm. They bought Poker After Dark. I still don't know what's happening with Poker After Dark. I'm in limbo. I may not go back on the show. But that being said, I can honestly say, and you know, I call out people online all the fucking time. Yeah, I, I watch. Them. I would call them out, but I've had nothing but good experiences with GG Poker. That's good. Steve has always been. Well, shout out to Steve. What's up, Steve? Steve's always been fucking cool to deal with. But okay, so uh, she gets on GG Poker mm-hmm. for hiring Dan Bolzarian as an ambassador. Okay, so she got on GG Poker because she was able to get them to hire Dan Blitz. She was the conduit. No, no, no. She was mad that they hired him and she fucking went on a tirade online. Why would she care? Because she's a feminist and she doesn't... Oh, and she, she because like, of him and the girls and all that, she thinks she, he's a douchebag. Yeah, and she didn't want GG Poker to okay. be represented by by Dan Bilzerian. Got and it. you know what? That's a different story. Like, Isn't it I, GG's poker decision since they're, it's their company? Sure, but she thought it was a bad look. I don't think it's a great look either. But look here, here's what I think, like with anything, with uh-huh. politics, with like ideas or anything, you going on a fucking rampage online is not going to change anyone's mind or make you look better. You just look like someone angry and then eventually becomes noise that no one wants to hear if you're yelling a lot. You know what I mean? Even if your message is right. And when we're done with this, can we circle back to the Dan thing? I don't want to interrupt yeah, your yeah, story. No, okay. Yeah, no, okay. yeah. Uh, so... I, don't get me wrong. I didn't think Dan was a great choice, but uh, Gigi's like, hey, you know what? You you like you seem like you're a good interviewer. You know, can you interview Dan uh, right after they hired him? Can you interview Dan at his house? And so I got to know him. Like, I think he's okay. I think he's had a lot of growth. Uh, anyway, so she fucking lost her shit on Gigi Poker. They parted ways. I kind of defended Gigi like I was I stayed on like I wasn't saying go Dan Bilzerian but I was like look I'm working with Gigi I don't have a problem with Gigi like they've always been good with me and so she just kind of lost her shit and like blocked me and I heard she talked a lot of shit about me to my friends like okay. my friends told me she didn't like that you didn't take the same stance and you're a woman and woman and she didn't like that I'm a feminist man I but got it I but also, she didn't like that because she thought that you should have carried the cross with her I don't believe in that shit. I know that. I'm asking yeah, she, you. That's yeah. why, correct? I yes, I agree. And I also think, like you know, I, I, so there's like, so oh, I hate fucking using the word caddy, but there are you know there's like a rule, and Melissa talked about this on the Solve for Why podcast that mm-hmm. women in poker there's kind of a a rule where we just support each other, especially publicly. Like even if, if Jamie, you guys even support each other, even if someone's wrong or even if someone's no, a if someone's dick. wrong, I'm not going to support them. But like what I'm saying is professionally, like if Jamie's like, hey, I'm doing this, can you oh. retweet it? I'm like, oh Jamie, sure, sure, for sure. Ebony calls me and she's like, hey, can you help me with this? 
hundred percent. Hey, can you publicly support this that it. I'm doing? I understand I'm there. what you mean. Yeah. And so even if you kind of don't love someone or like are not the greatest fan of theirs, you still like don't say anything bad because there's so few of us in the space and it, it gets fucking stupid when we're all arguing. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought like she kind of came across that way. She came across kind of like catty in that way and i'm like super happy for her i'm glad she won that 1.5 million dollars in that uh acr tournament and i think her and acr have parted ways i don't know she's fucking blocked me and i don't really she sure is pretty i i I saw her at the gpi awards sitting in the corner by herself like whatever i don't care uh and sorry that was oh a little God. bit of a shot that was I'm catty not, that was I'm catty just, look i'm just not a huge fan <laughs> that was I, catty. like it's fine i'm happy for her i i think i saw her at a final table at a high stakes event at the win at the at encore and i was like really happy that she was there but it doesn't mean i'm a fan of hers you know like i'm happy for her good for her good okay. for you okay you go i and guess that's gets, a that's a good way to told be me she gets so fucking mad i i had a video uh on my youtube channel and someone referenced her in the video and i put like the nicest picture of her up and i tried to say like really nice things and her friends messaged me they're like she's so fucking mad about that video i'm like why she's just like doesn't fucking like anything i do so like i don't fucking care like good for you i want you to have success like you know keep me blocked this is really a tender spot ish kinda like you have passion there's only you room have pa- for one blonde <laughs> you have <laughs> yeah, it's, I have a feeling it's more about that because there's no I'm joking no, no I know I'm joking there's there's passion in your voice when you speak of it I just don't you know what like I like a relationship like Jamie Kerstetter and I are friends and we don't talk all the time we don't we're not like super duper close but if she fucking calls me and needs something I'm fucking there if she's like I'm in town I need somewhere to stay stay with me I'm here for you you need a retweet I'm there you want me to show up to the meetup game and promote it I'll fucking do it and like that's what it is that's what I think it should be like and there's no there's no like jealousy like i want her to succeed and if i fucking never show up on another podcast or tv show again great i don't fucking care i got other shit going on i'm happy for whoever succeeds that's what i'm saying i just like i don't like jealousy in my life i don't like yeah. jealous people hmm. yeah Maybe i some hey, people have a jealousy I, this problem. is I just know. so you know and you know this this is all news to me I all right i don't also, track any of this i don't even know i, I didn't know anything you were going to tell me until you just spit it i was on in the comments in Doug Polk's uh, podcast when he went live on one of his shows. And I swear to God, and this is like such a crazy thing that someone would do, but I don't know who else would do this. There was a girl named Sarah in the comments. And, oh no, it was Joey's, it was Joey's podcast. There was a girl named Sarah in the comments who was like, Veronica, you ruined Vanessa Cade's career. Veronica, Vanessa Cade isn't on Poker After Dark because of you. I'm like, I don't control who's on Poker After Dark. That's Brent. I have no say in in like who gets to go on anything in Poker After Dark. I literally, they're like, go on stage left. I go to stage left. You're going to interview Daniel Negreanu now? Okay, I interview Daniel Negreanu. There's no, like, I have no control over anything at Poker Go. Your interviews were boring. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Poker After Dark is a historic, iconic show. Okay. Anyway, let me finish this. You but did there not was have some, the latitude you have here. Go. There was some, <laughs> compared to this, they probably are. But there was, there was some woman named Sarah that was like harping on me that yeah. I have destroyed Vanessa Cade's existence 
by doing I don't know what I fucking did. And I'm like, who would do this? Is there some woman out there dedicating her life to saving Vanessa Cade? Or is it Vanessa Cade in her burner account? Well, it bothered you because you're still talking it's about stupid. it. stupid. Yeah, because no, it's stupid. I'm, I'm talking about it because I'm on a fucking podcast because we're talking about shit. <laughs> but it's not like I bring this up when every you, Monday. Oh, time out. Time out. Okay. So I need some tequila. I, uh, I baited you. That's what you do to me when you bring up a subject like VPIP and I say something and you go, you're awfully defensive about it. I'm like, you fucking asked. <laughs> you brought it up. What do you want me to do? Shut up. I'm not mad. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. No, I mean, like it, it was it was just funny. I don't I don't know if it was Vanessa. I don't think it was you. I don't think so. I she think sure is that. pretty, though. <laughs> I'm just saying she's you're not, such she's not bad looking. You're such Can I ask you? Go a ahead, sexist. Oh, yeah. I is figured. that all you care about her? You she literally won one point five million dollars at an ACR tournament. She's a Canadian resident. You know, she doesn't pay taxes on that. She's no. fucking rich. I don't know anything. Go about her. girl. Get it. I don't know. And anything she about final her. tabled that fucking huge win event. I don't know anything about her. That, I know, and Sean I definitely Dean was know, on that table. I definitely know I'm not a sexist. I got all women living in my home. And so definitely not. Shout out I, to and, Sean Deeb. Him and I went out for dinner that night. Oh, nice. Uh, after we roasted each other. He paid. Oh, good. Sean Deeb's fucking rich. Is he? He's, he's my rich friend. Is he rich? Yeah. From poker? Fuck yeah, he is. From poker? I don't know. I think he has other investments. Oh, that's nice. So now tell me about the crackhead that was in your room. <laughs> <laughs> I, you didn't tell me the story. You just said there was a crackhead oh, in your room. Oh my God. I swear this is like a story that you think is not real. That like I exaggerated or made up. So... I'm such a fucking nit in some ways. Like I prefer to take my money and put it into crypto or in my 401k or something like I want to put it away or save it for like a cool vacation or yeah. whatever. I, I'm like kind of nitty in that way. I don't want to, I don't want to except for like fucking tournaments this summer at the world series of poker. I blasted away everything. But anyway, so I, um, I think I was coming to do commentary on hustler or it was a live at the bike thing or something but i came into la and it was just like uh i knew it i knew i was just getting paid a flat fee so i was like i want to come out ahead as much as possible like i hate breaking even on shit but sometimes you got to break even to get ahead for opportunity for opportunity yeah you need exposure you need to break even a little bit you're paying for your marketing right so that not everything is a monetary measurement totally i totally get that but uh, so I was like, Nitty Veronica's like, well, I, you know what? I'll get an Airbnb and see if I can get something in LA for like a little cheaper than like a typical room. Because out here, like rooms are like 300 a night. It's fucking insane. So I find a place for a hundred bucks a night. And like I, I go on, like I Googled pictures of it and everyone was giving it really good reviews. So basically it's an old condo, like an old what Victorian city? home. It's in right downtown LA. All right. <laughs> that was my first problem. People are like, you fucking stay downtown LA. And I'm like, yeah, I did. I'm stupid. Because you, when you're not from here, you don't realize uh, downtown LA is pretty sketch. It pretty me. fucking sketch. Yeah, totally. Uh, so Duh. I, I basically, it's an old Victorian home. They uh, turn it into condos. And then everybody there basically has agreed to do an Airbnb. Uh, I don't think any one of them was lived in. So when I got into the, they give you a code. I got into the the home. I'm like, wow, it's really nice. All renovated. And then there's like two stories. So you have this like balcony up top. It's pretty opulent, you know, for this like, you could tell someone lived what's, in a mansion in the 1800s. What's opulent mean? Well, it, 
opulent means like it's just like like high class like it, it was like fancy it was oh, like nice. so you mean it was opulent yeah that's what Got i said it. opulent so uh i i find my room it was 15 i even remember and i go up the <clears> stairs <throat> and like i put in my code and as soon as i open the door this cloud of smoke comes out look i've smoked weed Okay, I've done, you know, I know what yeah, weed smells like. Of course. We all know what You're weed smells liberal. like. This does not fucking smell like weed. I haven't done, I haven't done like heroin. I haven't done fucking any of that hard shit. Yeah. But I know what I smelled was some hard shit. It was some crack. It was crack or heroin or something. I don't know. Do they smoke heroin? They just. You, you can smoke heroin. You can smoke crack. It's probably you smoking can crack. It. You can smoke a lot so of I things. So I open the door, this gush of fucking smoke that of sm the smell i did not recognize and i see there's two people fucking blasted out of their minds like on the ground like cross-legged there's paraphernalia all if, over the place if they're on the ground and they're like doped out it's heroin one so the third person was the only one that was sober enough to like turn around and see me the other two were like <clears throat> fucking out of it yeah she's like what are you doing? I'm like, this is my room. I rented this room. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm renting the room. I'm renting it. And she fucking jumps up and slams the door closed. So I didn't realize that they have a problem because of the area with squatters. And somehow they got in that room. Yeah. And they apparently, once they're in the room, it takes like a lot of time. I don't know if weeks to get them out. So I ended up getting a hold of the host and I was like, there's fucking crackheads in the room. Like there's heroin addicts or something. They're doing drugs in the room. Like you should call the police. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I could probably get them out in the next like five, six hours if the police come, if they do come. And then I have to get the room cleaned. Uh, and it was like 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. I'm like, oh fuck. I'm like, don't fucking worry about it. Uh, like, I just want my money back. Would you, I mean, you wouldn't have contemplated taking that room after they got him no, out. No, would I would have never. I, and how would I be able to sleep? Like, how did no, they get in? No, that's what I mean. Like, at that point, you're drawn dead. You got to leave. So I don't know how they got in. I don't, like, it's such a weird situation, but they were like, anyway. So I was like, let me walk to the Holiday Inn Express because I was going to take an Uber but the amount of time I have to wait at the airport, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not waiting like half an hour outside for an Uber. I'll just walk. It's only a couple blocks. It was like five blocks. I'm like wearing a pink sweatsuit, white, bright, blonde bimbo hair, pink lipstick, rolling around downtown. And someone picked me up the next day and they were like, what the fuck are you doing getting a hotel here? Like you're going to get mugged or something. I'm like, really? I don't know. I didn't notice. But I think my saving grace walking to the hotel, because there were a ton of people, shady ass people that I was walking by and they were staring at me, but the cops were arresting people halfway yeah. through my walk. And they were like, what they are you were doing so here? so high, they couldn't even believe they saw you. They didn't think you were real. I know. And mm. so like, even the uh, Holiday Inn Express, I had to buzz in. I'm like, why is this such high security here? Yeah, it was a total shit area. Yeah, so if you walk ever walk into a situation and people are like passed out, laying on the, like, it's probably heroin. And if you walk into the room and they're like all taking apart an engine together, then it's meth. They're <laughs> tweaking. So you can really make it easy on well, yourself and know immediately what it is. I used to work in, uh, the, I used to float through the emergency department at Summerlin <clears throat> Hospital. I used to be a registered nurse. And uh, it, at, that's in Las Vegas. 
And one of the things we would notice about the cocaine addicts, or if they came in, I mean, like not a severe overdose, but if they came in and they were like way too high, they were like clean up the whole room. They're like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, like they're all over the place. But um, when I was uh, back in the day, when I was on patrol, there was this guy. His name was John. He was a tweaker in Huntington Beach. Just he was the resident, one of the resident tweakers. Everyone, all the cops knew him. He had a truck uh, still because sometimes they don't usually have anything but he still had this truck that he would drive around in and in the back of his truck were different motors but tubes and pipes and wires and every piece of metal or nut and bolt you could think and every time you would see him even like weeks later it would be growing like it would be like he have like exhaust pipes coming out of the top <laughs> of a motor because they it's tweak like they just they just they need to be busy and so they're building and tweaking and taking it apart and it was actually very interesting the intric the intricacies of what this guy was doing because so like he was artist. so focused on this thing and you would see him like two weeks later and you're like hey john pull over and you go and we'd stand around and go holy shit look at that dude this guy put, you know, and he's like got wires going through and tubes and fucking water. Go I mean, it was like the most interesting thing. The, you imagine if the focus was like actually a well-developed focus, like in oh, something yeah, that yeah. would give him. I'm saying, yeah, like if he could pick, take that and. If he could like learn coding or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, something. Code. But I mean, how long could it last? Because like that stuff just eats you away into a nub eventually but yeah but honestly the focus part of it is pretty pretty amazing i've never done that of course but but just to see what they do is like man that takes a lot of focus what's the worst thing you've seen as a cop um the worst thing i've seen as a cop is boring stuff because for me the worst thing always involved kids oh fuck i don't want yeah to no that. we can't talk about it well you asked me but so the worst thing that way is that that was always my weak point um for stuff like that but i saw a lot of different things yeah but those My, are the bad ones. The, Other stuff didn't bother me. The, so one funny thing that would happen, uh, you know, I worked as a nurse for many years. Mm -hmm. The f the funny thing, I mean, like I saw a lot of really bad stuff and a lot of death and stuff, mm -hmm. but also a lot of like rehabilitation and people getting better. But one of the funny things about uh, working as a nurse is like occasionally, I mean, it happens a lot more than you think. A patient who gets sick, like, they would come in and uh, their wife would come and then their girlfriend. <laughs> and then like one one guy would have like three girlfriends and no one knew about each other until he got sick and they all and had to just, go visit him. And then they, oh, so he didn't stagger him right. Yeah, they visited I mean, like, at the I wrong didn't know times. there was a staggering thing. All right, so guys, well, when you're guys, sick. note to you guys, if you get sick, don't get resuscitated. Just go fast. <laughs> just go. Non resuscitation. Just DNR that. Just shit. DNR that. Just get out, man, while you can. Oh yeah, it's always it's always <clears throat> interesting when the girlfriends and the wives meet and they just like just learn about each other. And I'm like, well, you know, they're uh, yeah. he's, he's fairly stable. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the better. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> he's he, not gonna be. Yeah, he, you. <laughs> he better not live because he's dead. Yeah, no, I get it. I can tell you what freaked me out the most though, and it was a nothing burger. But it, now thinking about it, it's pretty funny. I was brand new there, and uh, I had never ever in my life seen a dead body. Like, oh, like literally man. just seen one, one like I been around you. one for a long time. Right. And so I'm the new guy and we go to the hotel, uh, in Huntington beach, the one down by the, on PCH. And, and there's just some guy that was from like Seattle or something and pretty built guy. And just, I, I, I think cause of death was just like 
heart attack or something. He was in his underwear just laying on the bed. And it was such a weird feeling for me, right? And so I'm the new guy. And so I got, they tell me to go stay in the room and go through all his stuff and inventory, like all this stuff. So I have to be in there a while. Well, I don't know at this point from non-experience that when you're dead, you move and you make noises and you jump and like things happen. And I just remember being on the side of the bed, like going through something, but I'm like this. Like, I am just like, I won't take my eye off this guy because I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm legitimately freaked out. It just was a weird experience for me and I'm alone in this room and it's, and it brings your mortality to this like place where you're like, oh my God, like everyone's going to be, do this at some point. And at some point, his body went, like it just moved, what you must know as a nurse. And I'm I mean, telling I've seen you, the worst one I saw was someone sit straight I'm a up. 225 pound man in a police uniform He's with strained. guns. I fucking jumped. So I yelled and jumped <laughs> and tripped over his bags, almost killed myself on the way out and ran out of that room. And I'm like, hey, bro. I don't know if this guy's dead. Like He's like, listen, Bertucci, this is what I said. I'm not going back in. And then I had to go back in. But I'm going to tell you, that was scared the hell out of me. Well, well, like, what do you think slowly brought on the nihilism? Like, when you start seeing people die. What's nihilism? Nihilism is like a belief. Okay, so nihilism is explained in <laughs> multiple different ways. do all this smart ways. liberal shit. Just give me regular words I can up. understand. Basically, I have an understanding that nothing really matters. Like, long term, the sun's going to burn out. The energy's going to evenly mm. disperse in the universe. We won't even be a memory, right? So I think long term, nothing matters. But I think in the short term, I can make day to day matter. I can make, you know, my relationships with my friends mean something okay are you are you staring at our producer well he's leaving he's, he's and i just he's you know, running away and now we have to have the stuff. show go on forever. so when he walked out the door i saw movement and i looked but yeah i know go. okay you're you're like a squirrel like you see you see light and you're just like oh what <laughs> i don't know what you're doing i went for my gun but uh oh my god nick <laughs> would you figure would you continue with the nihilism yeah it's <clears> just basically uh nihilism like can I've heard people describe it as differently, like basically thinking that nothing matters at all. And mm -hmm. I don't agree with that. I think day to day things matter and I think short term things matter. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, we're going to die. Everyone we know is going to die. The like the universe will, I think like from what the hypothesis is from a lot of scientists, the energy will disperse evenly and there will be nothing again. Well, yeah. And, <coughs> and again, we're not going to get into it, but you do know that. And of course, very respectfully, that is probably where you believe and what you think. I I have a different belief system. Right, I could be wrong. Oh no, no, I'm not there, even saying you are. But there's no evidence that I'm not saying you are or aren't because then that would be a conversation we always would never want to be in. I'm just saying that that is a matter of of what you think and opinion, and it very well may be true if it happens. Um, but it doesn't. Yeah, it's just saying for a lot of people just, watching or me, it doesn't resonate because you you know my beliefs are different, and yeah, I believe I think there's a whole people, different ending to this than that. I think some people, when faced with like a cancer diagnosis or the loss of a loved one or something they double down on their beliefs and they they like lean into it more whereas other people are like look i'm coming to reality and it's it's looking like there's nothing nothing else out there and this just happens to all of us and we all just die and and that's it so that's just kind of it yeah and i i think like nursing and and like uh you know, working in an ambulance as a paramedic, working as a cop, like those kinds of professions tend to see the worst of a oh, lot totally. of things. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, it shaped the way I think about things. It, yeah. 
I used to be really idealistic about life and what my potential outcome could be. And now I'm a lot more realistic. Yeah, I'm going to just I'm going to leave it there because anything else that comes out of my mouth will just be totally like my belief You're system. You're going to take me to church? I'm not going to oh, I would never take you to church. All right. All right. We're uh, having high stakes poker this week. <laughs> That's right. This whole week high stakes poker. This is the Nick Fertucci show. My lovely, intelligent and sweet host <laughs> Valerie Brill and I will be back soon and V out. 